Uh, hi, uh, this is, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I gotta take a second to be uncomfortable. <laughs> be uncomfortable. Okay, I'm good now. Alright, cool. Welcome to a very special episode. If you... <laughs> this is a very special episode of Filthy Loose. Uh, I need you to gather your pets, uh, around so we can go ahead and talk about things that are a little bit difficult. Uh, uh take a few days off work. Um... <laughs> Maybe get your uh, therapist on the phone, on the phone, or go uh, schedule an appointment with a general physician. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get on some talk space. Except this isn't a commercial for them, but you know, you know what I mean. Anyways, um, hi, welcome to Filthy Loose. Uh, I am Sam, and I am Jay. And as you can tell, we are missing a person. Normally, there would be a very sweet. Hi, I'm six I'm foot five, yellow feathered beauty sitting next to us. She's not. Did I just big describe? Bird. <laughs> Stop. Did I just describe Big Bird? Yes, you did. <laughs> I know that your sexual preference is very tall, winged women. That's why I was so attracted to her. I know, I know. That's why I was also attracted to her. And uh because we were saying was obviously she is dead. She's not to dead. Us. No, that's also not true. <laughs> I like the uh, the effect that you're putting into this, but no. Um, so Chloe right now will not be uh, joining us on recordings um, for a while. There's a lot of ums in this because I'm feeling sad and uncomfortable. And really hoping that she comes back like whenever she can soon. She just has stuff going on in her life right now. Yeah, she's pursuing other ventures and, you know, there's a lot going on with the pandemic and, you know, just the job world there is right now so we wish her best wishes on her ventures outside of filthy loose and hopefully we will see her on as a um guest, on an, guest yeah. basis every once in a while yeah Again, like whenever a, she has the time hopefully she'll get a walk-on role every once in a while because <laughs> <laughs> she is funny and she's my favorite character ouch jay i'm sorry you're stuck with me <laughs> yeah so yeah um, there will be one less of us. Our trio is now down to a duo and we're gonna, there might be some growing pains. There's probably going to be some adjusting on how things are done, but we'll figure it out. So yeah. you're oh. in on this with us yeah. as we alter and change and grow as the podcast alters and changes and grows with us. Yes, definitely. As the podcast matures, we mature with the podcast. Got a little Chloe spirit in there. Yeah, I had to do it for her. Yeah. But pour anyway, one out for the homies. Pour one out. <laughs> um, uh, put a shrine, worship, pray for her, stuff but like that. Did you that. say put a straw in a worship? I said put a shrine in of oh. her. <laughs> okay. I have some old business to talk about and some new business to talk about. Uh, we've already talked about the most pressing old and new business, which is um, Chloe's, Chloe's absence. Chloe's absence. Yes. Is one of the biggest things that will be affecting us for a while. Second is we will be changing our upload schedule based on, um, you know. Availability. Jay. Yeah. Jay. Jay ability. Jay has a job, full-time job. I have a a job also and so we're just as schedules change for us our upload schedules are going to be changing to fridays now that's uh instead of sundays we're going to be uploading on fridays from now on and you know there's going to be some alterations on how things come in and come out but other than that 
One thing I want to do with us that might be fun is we choose each other's topics. Maybe in one go. Or we can get like little stuff, like little like, I don't know, chickadees, put them in a, like a little grains of rice. Write down a topic on each grain of rice. Then we pull one out from a hat and that's what we got to talk about. Okay, you can do that for yourself. And I'm going to stick to doing what I want to do because this is the Sam show. And you are just a guest. (laughs) (laughs) I got demoted? You're demoted I put most of the money into this thing. (laughs) Maybe so, maybe so, but I have all the personality, so. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like, like, Chloe's gone, there's there's no competition on that. Now it is all about me. You're going to be the one on the poster. (laughs) It's going to be a big old, every piece of merch that we do is just going to be a big old statue of me with you, like, kneeling at the bottom. No, no, it's just going to be, like, a poster, and it's going to be words, and it's going to be Sam in, like, huge letters, like, ridiculously huge letters, like, Sam on Filthy Loose featuring... Jay. Like, very small. It's very tiny. And, like, a frowny face next to it. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> nah. well, Jay's in there, too. <laughs> and then it's like, where's Chloe at the bottom? Oh, <laughs> Chloe. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, any other old business uh, to attend to there, Jay Bay? Um, no, not really. Um, email me. Please. <laughs> I know you have no friends, but stop harassing the creepers. Isn't it their job to harass me? Anyway, um, we didn't do a pun this time. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Everything's changing. We're sad. Everything's Hold changing. on, let me think of one real quick. Hi, and welcome to Filthy Loose, where we do yoga in the mud. Oh, man. I feel like... You- did we do that one already? I think we did that one. Okay, it's we're keeping it. No. 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 Hold on. I was like, how did Sam come up with one so quickly? And then I was like, oh, because we already did it. Did we already do it? We were going to have to start writing these down. Yeah, we, I mean, at this point. I have, we'll probably recycle them over and over again. No. Yeah. It's just, we've gotten to the point where we can no longer think of genuine topics anymore, and it will just be regurgitating old information. Hi, welcome to Filthy Loose. Today I'm going to talk about the dancing pandemic of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, let's just shoot all our episodes over again, but like keep the old ones uploaded. So it's just, and like use the same notes and make the same jokes. And do the laughs at the exact same time. Yeah. And then we'll have like a cat come in and meow instead of Chloe's voice. Yes. It'll just be like meow, meow. <laughs> Basically the same thing. <laughs> oh. No, no, obviously that's not true. Well, she did meow a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's Chloe. Chloe's a cat. <laughs> Chloe was never on this thing. It's true. I mean, it is. Uh, she she naps. She's uh, very snuggly. Um, she does not like her belly being rubbed. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants to 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 play with her catnip toys all the time. Yeah, she's a cat. She's a cat. Anyway, and she's not here to defend herself. So obviously, she's a cat. But today is my day to. Um, present beautiful <sighs> thank you um i'm very burpy right now because i haven't had any breakfast and i had a big <clears throat> cup of coffee so i'm gonna try to burp outside of the mic from now on okay um even though i know most of our listeners love the sound of me burping okay 
So, um, what's the number one thing that has uh, annoyed the shit out of you anytime you talk about, like, an, like talk to an older person about your plans in life? This sounds like a political, like, commercial, like... What what don't you like about the American government system and how like what? No no no. That was last episode where we talked about the American government system. Was it the last Yeah, time? we talked about the election oh. last time. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Biden won, by the way, spoiler. Yay! Biden When we uplo- when we upload this, it'll be like there was a coup and then Trump took over as a dictator. <laughs> oh my god, I hope so. We'd have more stuff. <laughs> Oh my god, I hope so. <laughs> I have, don't. We'd have more stuff to talk about on this podcast. And we quickly become a political podcast. <laughs> yes. But we don't know anything about politics. So We're just making just, shit up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, King Biden. Um, King Biden. Oh god, no, I don't want that either. Anyways, um, yeah. What was the you, question? <laughs> fucking chat. I said, uh, okay, you talk to older folk. If you talk to an older person um about like your plans in life what is like one of the things i always bring up um wow um i'm not giving you any hints either you really have to talk about this now oh god i can't like think of anything like okay i'm talking i'm already talking about the future right yeah like they're like Mm, what about your retirement? Mm, I'm old. Mm, I like how my you- bones hurt i'm trying to think of what old people say to me all the time i'm loving this you getting into character <laughs> Mm, uh, what about your family? I don't know. Family? Was it family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Show me family on the board. 600 points. <laughs> Ping! Number five, family. If we're going to go over family, we're really going to, like, what's the number one thing people always ask me? And I guess because I'm, I am female presenting. Um, and it's, are you going to have kids? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm always like, <laughs> no. Especially your family. Like, they are just waiting for you to just start shooting out grandbabies. Yeah. Um, um, my, my vagina is going to become Stargate and kids are going to just walk through it, like, fully formed. Like, hey, I'm here for Thanksgiving. <laughs> my family is really just holding their breath, waiting for someone <laughs> to knock me up. And I'm just like, ha ha, no. No, God, no. No, God, no, God. no. Anyways, so today's topic is um, <laughs> I affectionately named Reasons I Don't Have Kids. Wait, you're talking about reasons you don't have kids today? Well, yes, but no. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's That's just kind of what it is. I was researching on... Yeah, what's up? I have a reason I don't have kids. What is it? Okay, so you know when you're like walking and you're like taking your kid out for a walk and they're like... You know, on their on- leash. Yeah, on, the, on their <laughs> leash or whatever the fuck you do. And they find some shit on the floor. I don't know, like... <laughs> like maybe actual shit? Like, maybe dog poop, maybe, like, a rock, a flower, whatever. And they're like... They pick it up. And obviously, it's bullshit because they just found it on the floor. It's a piece of trash, right? They pick it up and they hand it to you. And they're like... It's for you! It's for you! I got this for you. Like, and they hand it to you. And it's like a piece of trash. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do with this? Like, if you're going to hand me something, hand me fucking money, dude. Like, don't hand me, like, this fucking (laughs) weed you found on the floor. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Well, let me tell you, as a child that once used to give my mom weeds as flowers all the time, um, you're supposed to say, thank you, baby. Put it in your back pocket. Wait till they're not paying attention and then throw it out because they'll forget about it immediately. So, okay, I guess I can have kids now. 
Yeah. There that you was go. the deciding factor for me. Well, like if they pick up a piece of trash, you're supposed to use that as a teaching lesson to be like, this is trash. And let me explain to you why it's trash and why we don't pick it up. But and then what do you do with your kids' drawings? You hang them on the wall for like ever, like I have right here for my little sister. And then when they get older, you tell them how shit of an artist they were when they were young. No, <laughs> you say, come sit here and um, sit for 20 minutes and show them picture by picture everything they drew for you. And they're going to be super bored and irritated that you're doing this. And you'll be like, this is payback because you used to make me sit here and watch you draw and then gave me the drawing. I'm not resentful at all <laughs> oh wow it makes it sound like i have kids but i don't i just uh have lots of younger siblings is that what you did with your younger brother yes you had a scrapbook of all his fucking drawings and it you- wasn't scrapbook it was like a drawer in my desk that was just like and everything. you just like threw it at him and you're like here <laughs> no i would just be like hey come look at this with me and then i'd sit him on my knee or whatever because he was like seven and I'd be like, look at this. This is what you made me. This is what you gave me. And he's like, this is boring. I'm like, exactly. Is this why you always like go through your phone and t- show me every like picture you have of yourself? Uh, you're in those pictures too. Some of, <laughs> some of them. I'm an old woman who likes to go through her photo albums, except my photo album is in my phone and be like, you look at this. This is your cousin Jeffrey. Look at him. Isn't he so small there? I've never met Cousin Jeffrey, but okay. <laughs> I don't even have a Cousin Jeffrey, so it's very interesting. <laughs> Who is that really? Um, <laughs> cousin Jeffrey's been dead for 25 years. Anyway, let's go back to your parents asking you to pop out children. Yes, well, there's a whole bunch of reasons why I don't want to have kids, but one of them mainly is because they're really creepy. Yeah. They, they oh, creep me out. Oh, is this about out. creepy children? Well, kind of. Uh, I was going through Ranker, which is a website that is absolutely awesome. Um, I I heard about it on The Dollop and also on My Favorite Murder. They were talking about the, rank, uh, the Ranker, which is basically where they take Reddit posts and they rank it in a category and then people vote on it. And based on the voting or whatever, you get like top 10 insert whatever you have here but there was one that i looked at that like really made me go wait what the heck and i couldn't decide over what to write and one of them was um parents share the moment they realized their child's boogeyman was not imaginary and then there was a whole bunch of stories there that led me down this rabbit hole and you know how i love rabbit holes uh and then the next one i started reading was Uh, babysitters that share their creepiest, uh, share their creepiest on the job moments. And I was like, ah, I remember being a babysitter and how much it reminded me of how much I don't want to have kids. Oh, yeah. I once babysat this girl who, like, I don't know what was up with her. I mean, she was fine for the most part, but when she would have a tantrum, she would, like, just run around and she'd be like, I'm going to set my house on fire. And I'm like, okay, do it. It's not going to hurt me because your stuff is in this house and, <laughs> and it's not my house and you're the one doing it. So you're the one going to be arrested. So when, like, why do I care what you do? I, I always found that very interesting about kids. Uh, I have a, um, a younger brother that is closest to me. He's seven years younger than me. And um, I helped raise him when my parents got divorced and one of the things he used to love to do 
when I would, when I was trying to help him do something or get something done, like after school, when my mom was like, you have to get this list of things done. He would like throw himself literally on the floor, turn to me wherever I am in the room and start kicking both legs kicking full force at me like i hate you you're not really, really kicking at you because he's on the floor no 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 he was really kicking me wait how but he was on the floor how did he get to you he's he just like started kicking at me until he got closer or usually by the time he threw himself on the floor i was trying to get over there to like pick him up and be like stop it don't roll on the floor it's dirty this is a bathroom what are you doing <laughs> i mean i think i might try that out that technique once or twice going well, forward well, actually, well, actually, <laughs> nerd moment here. Well, not nerd moment, I guess. Self-defense moment. Children, if you're listening. Um, if Which someone- you shouldn't be listening if you're a child because we just spent like 20 minutes talking about how much we hate you. Well, I meant children like the affectionate way of like you're talking to a group of other people. Um, creepers, then survival moment uh for you if someone is trying to like attack you by laying on the floor and kicking no the other way around if someone's (laughs) trying to pick you up and take you somewhere or um trying to grab you from the back or whatever you really should just go like ragdoll to the floor and then just kick the shit out of them because really there is no way like there is no way for them to stop you from kicking them you just kick and kick and kick and kick and usually by then it's too much of a trouble and they start running away or whatever if they're trying to take you or whatever. Because a lot of the times, um, most crimes are crimes of convenience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you make it t- too difficult. They'll leave. They'll leave you alone. That's why like uh, alarm systems and like sound systems are uh, effective deterrent. Even yeah. if they don't notify anyone because it's like oh now i'm drawing attention to myself exactly you just like scream full force fire fire um because that gets people's attention more than anything else Mm -hmm. and you just drop to the floor screaming and kicking like go straight tantrum mode i don't care if you're a six foot three man if uh, someone comes up to you and starts fucking with you and they're like genuinely trying to, you know, herd you somewhere else or take you somewhere else, just ragdoll that baby and kick and kick and kick. That's just like the best uh, defense mechanism, especially if you didn't take like a self-defense class or anything like that. Helps you out a lot. Yeah. Well, helpful, Sam. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it is my goal in life to make everyone a little bit safer when it comes to stranger danger. Yeah, um, when I was a kid, how I would throw tantrums, and it kind of explains how I threw tra- tantrums in adulthood, is I would lay on the floor and pretend to be dead with, like, my face all red, and, like, lay there, hoping that someone would notice and care. Oh my god, that's <laughs> terrifying! <laughs> and, um, yeah. That is uh, there's genuinely a picture, there's terrifying. There's a picture of me throwing a tantrum, because I'm just, like, planking on the ground, and I'm just like... Oh, my God. That reminds me of, like, the kids who hold their breath to try to get their way. Yeah. All the more reasons why I don't want to have kids. Okay. I have some stories here from the Ranker that I wanted to uh, share with you that freshly horrified me in a way that reminded me, yeah, no, let's not on the kids. Okay. I'm totally down. One comes from an um, <laughs> article. Or not an article, but a collection called... People who disappear share what happened. Oh, okay. 
Um, this one is from a Redditor called Magenta underscore Thompson. It's called Small Kid in a Big City. When I was four, I got lost in a city and was rescued by what my dad thought was a sketchy group. Uh, we had dinner in Chinatown with another family, five kids in all. When crossing the street after dinner, we were holding hands in a big chain and my other sibling let go. And when the light changed and everyone crossed, I stayed on the sidewalk because <clears throat> I was looking through a window into a barbershop where some huge guy was having his head shaved. I can still picture the scene. Could you imagine? It's like <laughs> walking with you and all your homies, I guess. Oh, wait, I'm no, 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 no. It's five kids. Big family. They went out to eat. Oh, okay. I thought I thought they were all like holding hands with this like sketchy group of people who had five kids with them. I guess I misunderstood the story. Listen, Linda, listen. It says uh, he got they got separated at this separated point. and found by a sketchy group, quote unquote. Oh, okay. So they haven't been separated yet. No, no, no. Uh, older sibling lets go. When the light changed, everyone crossed. They stayed behind on a sidewalk and was looking through a window in a barbershop where some huge guy was having his head shaved. I can understand how that can stop a kid. Mm -hmm. And it says, I can still picture the scene. When I finally looked around and everyone was gone, I started to cry. A group of teenagers approached and asked if I was lost. And I said, yes. A tall kid hoisted them onto his shoulders and started walking down the block. The other kids split up and went in different directions, and I'm assuming to look for the parents. Yeah. And we rounded a corner, and they saw their dad, and he turned white and ran towards them. The kid lowered uh, lowered him to them to the ground, and a few other kids were there. They stood around awkwardly while the tall kid explained what happened to my dad, their, their dad. Um, their dad, who they put in parentheses, not a demonstrative guy flung himself at the kid and hugged him. Um, the mom appeared and picked them up. And years later, the dad told uh, them that he saw the same group of kids hanging around when they first parked in the city that evening and was super suspicious that they were up to no good. And he was embarrassed. And then from that moment on, tried to be less judgmental. And then they say, I wish I could thank those guys. This was a long time ago. Oh, it's a cute story. It is cute, but also terrifying. I mean, me. like, it's terrifying to lose your kid. Yeah, but I don't think, like, oh, worked out. It didn't seem too bad. Yeah, well, I like that it has, like, a little bit of... It's like, I didn't want to choose disappearance stories where they're like, 20 years later, my uh, my family still didn't know where it was, and I found out what happened. I just uh, was like, psych, guys, bye. <laughs> and then just, uh, you know play a good prank on them 10 years later I'm like bitch I was here the whole time <laughs> living in the wall that's me oh my god the amount of stories I've heard of ki people living in the walls of other people's houses makes me so uncomfortable yeah yeah but this scenario it's the it's the child of the people living in the house so it's not as bad <laughs> okay <laughs> okay maybe it's worse but whatever I don't know. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> wicked prank Let's not. It's just, I brought it up because one of my biggest fears growing up that my parents instilled into me was like getting lost or being taken. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it was so apparent that my parents were very open about, like, you can be taken at any moment or you can be uh, lost at any moment. So they were, like, always, like, like, with my dad, I always had to have my finger or my hand through his belt loop in his pants and like on the back if I was walking behind him or on the side because maybe his hands were busy uh, and you know how can't, kids' hands get sticky and sweaty. and So he just didn't like children's hands. So he didn't want you to hold his hand. But he wanted to know I was with him. Mm-hmm. So like you're, I was walking in and holding his, um, his pants loop. And I remember my mom for a long time was like, grab, hold my purse. Like mm-hmm. if she was like doing things or holding things, they're very – very much like put into my my mind growing up. It's like you don't stay further than at arm's length away from your parents ever. And it's like such a big deal that it was such a big fear of mine growing up to be like gone without a trace. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like it happens like in the moments notice like the most terrifying things that can happen to a person usually happen in like less than 30 half seconds. Like Boom, it happened, and then you're dead. Yeah, I mean, um, growing up watching, like, Law and Order, CSI, uh, NCIS, like, the number one thing you hear, like, the shows that they like to put out there, like, the kid who's, like, at a carnival with their parents, and then the, the Like, mom- they turn around for two seconds, and the mom keeps going, and then, boom, they're gone. They're gone. They got taken by the boogeyman. They got taken... They, they're not part of the circus. They're now part of the circus. <laughs> no, it's just like, uh, it's just like one second the mom was like, oh, I have two drinks in my hand. I can't hold my kid's hand. They're walking. And then they like stop and they're like, hold on, Hannah. I'll be right. I just need to go turn my back for 10 seconds to like scratch my butt or something. And then they turn around and Hannah's gone. Hannah! <laughs> yeah, always, always. I don't know why I picked the name Hannah, but I'm I'm down for it. Uh, I have another one here for you. It's uh, for it's me, especially you. Oh. The uh, other creepers cannot listen. Don't you dare Everyone listen to the story. Close their ears. It's only for me. Yeah, you keep those earballs closed. Earballs closed, please. This is from a former redditor, so they don't have a username, but it's called a. Hold on, this is a hard word for me. Let me sound it out. It's a somnambulant stroll, which. Som- somnambulant is supposed to be a fancy word for sleepwalking. Okay, fair. Yeah, Chloe taught me that because I asked her how to s- how to say the word. I was like, "What is this word?" And you still had to sound it out. She like told you how to say it, and you still couldn't figure it out. Yes. Oh, reading is not my strong suit. I was one of those kids who, in fourth grade, could read at a twelfth grade level, but then. Became. Never, never advanced. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I guess so. No, I remember being like and gifted and talented and being like told I could read at such an advanced level. And then as soon as I got into middle school, they were like, you're reading at a college level. And I was like, what does this mean? I don't know. And then nobody – and then I got bored and all I did was read um, young uh, young adult, adult books, fiction. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I got stupider. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, now I'm just depressed and sad and anxious. Yeah, you know, you should work on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get on that. Get back in that gifted (laughs) and talented class. Yeah, let me just go back in time (laughs) and be like, excuse me, I need some more challenges because the school system is failing me. Be like, 
Excuse me, I'm still dumb. Don't put pressure on me. It wasn't even that. Mm. I just, I just, just glided through class. I mean, yeah. I mean, I need, I need structure. I don't and know challenges. if y'all know, but the Texas uh, school system ain't that great. So yeah, it ain't that great. Ah, but I was in. I did my. <gasps> I was doing really well when I was going to school in New Mexico. Because I went to school in New Mexico from elementary school, a part of elementary school to middle school. And then I switched from middle school to, from New Mexico to Texas. Yeah, I mean, Texas, I mean, it's the same in a lot of states, but Texas has a very much for-profit testing system here. Like you'll see with the uh, company Pearson, who like designs most of our tests, like it's a star test right now, who knows what it'll be in like two years, but whatever. Yeah, it used to be the tax test. Yeah, so basically the Texas curriculum that they're enforcing since like you're in like young elementary school years at this point is how to learn how to take tests and pass tests. And that's not real education. True, true. I once, um, my, not my brother, who was I talking to? I forget whom, but, uh, they were like, talking to me about how they have a test they have to take soon and they didn't study for it very well. And I was like, oh, well, um, I told him like a few tips I remember from, I think it was like English class and in freshman year, they're like, usually the proper answer is the answer that is the longest. Oh my God. Really? I remember that oh. specifically, specifically. They were like, look, if you don't know the answer at all, try going for the one that is the longest. Usually that's the right one. And they're like, a product of elimination. Make sure you know, if you can figure out which ones for sure it isn't, then just uh, you have a 50-50 chance of getting it right. Yeah. And then they're like, between those two, just make sure you pick the longer one or other things like that. I remember um, being told things on how to like, how to win, how to win, how to win at a test, how to pass a test, not actually how to be prepared for the test. Yeah, or like actually have the knowledge that the test gives you. And I'm going to say this out loud, creepers, if you didn't do well in school and that kind of stuff, that is not indicative of your intelligence and it's not indicative of how successful you can be because most of the stuff, especially in the school system we have now, that is indicative of that kind of stuff, you know, like charm, intelligence, and that kind of stuff. They're not teaching in schools nowadays just because you don't like do well in the science class. That Like, it's just not for you. It doesn't mean anything. Genuinely, yeah. Um, I went to a magnet school that also taught medical I went to a magnet school that also taught medical things and like getting you prepared for if you wanted to go through the medical route. And um, I got so much more hands-on training and like real world like education through those uh, those magnet classes than I did in any of my like core classes. Yeah, most of the like honestly like if careers and that kind of stuff, most of the education that's going to matter is all going to be hands-on stuff that you can't learn in a book correct unless you're like some weird like math major or good at coding or some like genius like that but um if you are one of those people go fuck yourself because you're obviously just too smart for the world okay i have the next one which we totally sidetracked (laughs) (laughs) yeah education system we dumb we dumb the education system says we're dumb so we're mad at it no we're just mad because the education system failed us because it became for profit and like anything that's for profit is not genuine, especially if it's for the greater good. 
Exactly. So, so back into this. So what's your second story, Sam? Sleepwalking child. Uh, I actually have a um, story about sleepwalking that I want to tell you after this. So, Oh, yeah, because did you sleepwalk? Because you seem to do everything in your sleep. I did sleepwalk, yeah. Yeah, you fucking crazy, kooky kid. What else do you mean that I do everything in my sleep? The sleep paralysis, the yeah. having dreams of, um, what's his name? What's his name? Remind me. Office guy. Dwight? No, no, no. What's his name? The one you had a dream about. Oh, you're t- no. Michael, Michael Scott from The Office no. doing unspeakable things. You you do a lot in your. It sleep wasn't too. Michael Scott. Well, it was Michael. It was the guy who plays Michael Scott. No, it wasn't. It was See, Will Ferrell. It's Will Ferrell who played Michael Scott in The Office. You have that so wrong. <laughs> Look, no, I'm I'm going to prove to you that that's right. No, oh, wait, Steve no. Carell. Wait, oh my god! I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was wrong. Will Ferrell is also in the Office, though, right? He was. He did a guest star in the Office for a little bit. Where yeah, he was, he was gonna the, be the replacement manager. I loved him so much, but he didn't last very long at all. Yeah. He. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Got the two mixed up. Gosh dang it. We're never going to tell this story. Sleepwalker. Okay. Um, From a former Redditor, uh, I went sleepwalking one night when I was 10 years old, unlocked the front door, and went for a stroll through the neighborhood. I woke up a few hours later in the middle of the street, barefoot, in a cul-de-sac that I've never been in before. It scared the bejesus out of me. Ended up running through the streets until I found my way back home. My parents had been shitting bricks looking all over for me and they put a lock on the door on my door after so I couldn't go for any more midnight strolls. Terrifying, right? Yeah, but like at least they didn't murder anyone. The, the kid could have ended like someone could have just been like, "Oh, free child." And then picked a picked it up and put it in its creepy old van. Well, I did a lot of midnight strolls when I was a kid and nothing You did? Else- yeah, whatever. That's terrifying. I mean, it wasn't kid kid. It was like middle school age. That's even worse. What are you doing outside of their house? Stay. I don't know. I was a pretty rebellious like middle schooler. I was, yeah, kind of rebellious in middle school. And then I like calmed down whenever I was in high school. Got boring. Yeah, no, I never, ever snuck out of my house or left my house. Because my parents were like super controlling. Yeah, me and my friends would like I would stay at my like friend's ha- Brenna's house and uh, with my other friends, and we would just like walk around with my other two friends, and we would just like walk around the neighborhood, go places, go to like a gas station. Uh, when one night Brenna was like convinced this truck was following us, and we were hi- hiding from that, but I don't think the truck was following us. What if the truck was following you? Well, then we we escaped. I'm still alive. I'm this again. Reasons I don't have children right here looking at me in the face. No, my parents never knew about it. Exactly. Exactly. This is like the things that terrify me. Kids are crazy. Yeah. Let them be crazy. If but, they get killed, it's their fault. But I wanted to tell oh you. Oh, my God. Uh, I did that out. That's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> snip, snip. Um... I have like a big old note here that says, insert story of me sleepwalking. Yes. What did you do besides telling your mom that you had like horrifying dreams of like all your friends and family getting tortured? Ah, uh, yes. That also happened. Um, no. Your poor mom. 
she did have a lot. I have, I'm deeply emotionally disturbed in some ways. I feel so bad for her. And I swear if she had taken me to therapy, taken me, that's not a word. Take if she it. had taken me to therapy, I'm sure a lot of things would have You know who still different. needs to go to therapy? You. 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 I'm going to therapy. You're not. I went to therapy for a little bit, but then I'm poor. And then I'm poor. I thought you were going to be like, and then I was cured. I was cured of my depression. Dun, dun. And every other thing that you have. So much stuff. You have like a laundry list full of things. Yes. They made up new stuff for you. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> they made a whole new, uh, they're like, if you have this combination of things, it's called the Samantha. <laughs> no. Um, and it, especially if you don't like uh, green eggs and ham. Yeah, that's a uh, Sam I am. It's a it's a deadly disease. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Sam I am. And anyway, what was your story, baby? Oh, um, okay. So I was like seven when I was doing this to my mom, and I feel really bad for her. But my dad worked like would work out of town, and so sometimes he stayed out of town. And apparently when I was seven, my mom also had a kid, my brother, as we know, since he's seven years younger than me. Uh, I like how you began that sentence with apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I don't know. They say that she gave birth to him. But I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, We had moved to this new apartment complex. And in the new apartment complex, I had my own room and my brother had his own room. Before that, my brother stayed in my mom's room. And my mom said that I started waking up in the middle of the night or not waking up, but like sleepwalking in the middle of the night and would walk over to her in her room and just like lean in really close with my face and make sure she was breathing and then like walk to my brother's room. And then check on him and make sure he was breathing and then walk back into my room and go back to get back into bed. That's some paranormal activity ass shit you're doing, dude. Yeah, I know. It's creepy. And my mom said I did it um, for a while. And then she finally was like, I guess she changed our, our nightly routine where I would help put my brother to sleep. So that way I knew he was okay or whatever. And so I would stop getting up in the middle of the night to go check on her. Do you're basically like um you as a kid is basically like the reason the why girl. I don't want to have kids. Yeah, like the like possessed fucking kids you see in movies. Like yeah. you're living that life. No wonder you like those movies so much. You're like home, me, reflection. <laughs> a lot of it, honestly. It's terrifying. I uh Anytime I watch a scary movie and there's a kid there that stands in the doorway for like way too long or someone's watching someone else sleep, I'm like, I did that. That was me. This is normal. Huh. I do that. Next, you're going to be telling us a story about how you like drew yourself like murdering your entire family and shit like that. I don't think so. I don't know for sure. My parents didn't keep any of my drawings. You you just like whispered when you were in a eight years old and school like constantly mommy's dead daddy's gone what the fuck <laughs> apparently it happened i read it when i was a kid so i'm not sure where um i could find the story but it's basically a story is it a creepypasta no it's not a creepypasta it was oh, like God. something that apparently truly happened where like a kid was like going around being just repeating 
uh, uh, mommy's dead, daddy's gone, and then like a week later, you know, shit happened. What the fuck? I, I forgot the specifics of the shit, but you know. Yet again, th- no, I don't want to have kids if they do shit like that. I don't. You don't want a little Sam oh, walking around, putting their, I'm all asleep, putting their face right on top of yours. To make sniffing sure. Sniffing your breath. Yeah, no. I can hardly stand myself. I can't even imagine a mini version of me. Plus, um, they, my dad says all the time that the shit that you did growing up comes back and bites you in the ass like two times uh, with your kids. So you're going to have a kid that's a straight up murderer. I'm probably going to have a kid that ends up being possessed by a demon. I mean, realistically. So a straight up murderer. Straight up murderer. Murderer. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. That was our transition to story three. Yes, this one is going to be from the thread called Parents Share the Moment They Realize Their Child's Boogeyman Was Not Imaginary. Ooh, yeah, you were building up to that one. This one is my favorite. Is this Uh, an actually scary story or? To me, yeah. Yeah. Are you saying that the previous ones were not scary enough for you? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I started off with those. I'm like, Doing better and better. Okay. Ready? Ready? Okay. This is from a Redditor called Death Star Jedi. Super reliable. Totally. Uh, it's And they titled it, Son Sees Bad Man in the Corner of His Room. I'm calling BS to the story. I it's Like two seconds in and I'm like, oh, they made it up. Well, we don't know. It's Reddit. Yeah, turn but I'm gonna go ahead and say this is truth. This is fact. I will. I will go to my grave saying these are re- real. Okay, but whenever I see something that's ridiculous, I'm going to call it. You're ridiculous. How come you never call yourself out? I do all the time. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two-year-old. My two-year-old used to have what I thought were nightmares. Two-year-old? That's the name, of, the name of my son, two-year-old. <laughs> He's 20 years old. Why am I still only two-year-old? Sorry, I misspoke. God. I'm just imagining him just being like, you lived with that name all his life, but at 20, he's like, why am I still two-year-old? This isn't fair. Why are you picking on me? <sighs> I know how to read, I promise. Uh, Show me and I'll believe you. (laughs) This is so sad because, like, me, fourth grade, would have been able to kill this. Kill it, reading out loud. Just, like, stand on a theater stage, play, like, Romeo and Juliet. It would have been beautiful. There would have been a standing ovation. Mm. Okay, so. We'll do it well and maybe I'll stand an ovation new. Oh my god, do you know how to English? Stand in ovation, you. Okay. I'm gonna just like, uh... Let's let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my two-year-old used to have what I thought were nightmares. He'd wake up and say, bad man, bad man, while crying and really shaken. Heard him whimpering one night and saw a freakishly tall figure in the baby monitor. Nearly shit myself, grabbed my pistol, and ran to his room to find my son locked in the closet, and the figure nowhere to be found. The door can only be locked from the outside, and there was a gray wool scarf on the floor of his room 
that I had never seen before. Cops came and filed a B&E report, but there was no sign of forced entry or anything. We're planning on moving in a few months. I mean, yes, it's creepy, but is it real? I think he's filed a B&E. Well, yes, but I could also be like, what do I file if this shit happens on Google? And then like, I filed a B&E. What? Oh, no. Why are you doing this? Obviously, there was. How how did the kid, the two-year-old, lock himself in the closet? Okay. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But also, the whole story could be fake. There could be no two-year-old. What? You think people just go on the internet and lie? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. The, the internet is not for lies. It's for porn. Dude, no. Why Why do you do this? Okay, it is a creepy story, though. I'm just like, why did the guy or whatever Lock. go there multiple nights not doing anything and then this one night just decide yo i'm going to lock this kid in this closet maybe maybe he locks the kid in the closet all the time and takes him out in the morning but he the, this was the first time the dad found out why <laughs> i don't know dude why do why do creepish creepishly tall figures do anything okay like is this supposed to be alluding to, like, this is a ghost doing this, or it's an actual person? I don't know. That's the point. There's no forced entry. They can't figure out if there's any signs of people being in the house, other than a wool scarf on the fucking floor. Do you have a story to accompany this where, like, you were, like, the person standing in the corner while you were sleepwalking and locking kids in closets? No. Dang. Sorry to disappoint. But either way, I mean, creepy story, creepy concept, and if it's really happened to you, you Mr. Jedi, then um, I'm really sorry you had to go through that. That's traumatizing. And for your son two-year-old, very sorry that he had to go through that. Your son two-year-old? <laughs> I, well, even if it isn't true, if, although I do believe it is true, um, it's still a reason why I wouldn't want to have kids. True, it's just true. terrifying. If Go ahead. Well, if you want a reason not to have kids, um, it's it can be like not even when you actually have the physical child and the physical child is doing weird shit. I mean, people, you know how people are weird to you whenever like people are weird to pregnant women. In my I like opinion. how you said. You know how people are weird to you when you're pregnant. <laughs> like, I yeah. just said I don't have any kids. Yes. Uh, you know how people are weird to pregnant women? Like they're constantly touching their stomachs and being like, oh, you're a vessel for this human being, but you're not a human being. Yes, absolutely. Just like every pro-lifer out there. Yes. Well, like, you know, like, I always find that like behavior so creepy. Like the like, oh, how's your stomach? <laughs> like, honestly, I'm one of those creepy people. Oh, I hate you. Then. I know. I ask for permission well in advance. Yes, 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 yes. And I try to only ask people who I've known. You're like, you're close to. You're not just, like, some, like, random dude that's, like... At the grocery store. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, this is one of my, like, real-life creepy stories. Because, you know, working at a grocery store, you see all kinds of people. All kinds of people do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, every once in a while, we get a gem that, like, everyone in the store talks about for weeks. Because, like, the incident is just so crazy. It's, like, juicy, right? And, you know, we have, like, a few handful. I'm pretty sure when you were there, you, yeah. ha- you experienced some of the, the especially yeah especially weird stuff um like, we'll spill the tea okay so 
we had a pregnant woman in our store and I personally didn't experience this, but I heard like tons of people talk about it. And like, I was like kind of there, like I was there on the day and we saw like the managers run to the front of the store and that kind of stuff. And everyone's like, what the fuck happened? Uh huh. Okay. So the scoop is there was a woman who happened to be pregnant, just like shopping around the store and that kind of stuff. And a dude starts following her and he's like starts cursing at her and he's like, that's my baby and that kind of stuff. And just like following her out of the store and like she around the store and like she's going through checkout at this point and like she finishes checking out and the dude's behind her and he's like yelling at her and like the employees there are like, okay, this is a normal situation. This person's probably in danger because this guy behind her is a huge weirdo, right? Uh-huh. Like, and it wasn't her like baby daddy. Um, not that I know of, because she had a husband who was going to pick her up later, from what she said, and that uh, this guy seemed like he was fucked up on heroin, so I'm really hoping he's not the baby daddy. He was fucked up on heroin. How did you pick heroin as your uh, fucked upness? Uh, or do you mean just in general uh, like, drugs? Pro- just in general drugs. It's probably more I was like, like meth. Uh, yeah, it's probably meth. Which heroin is- makes you sleepy. Yeah, meth is an upper. <laughs> which is why, in my opinion, meth is like the most dangerous drug out there. I agree. Anyone who's on meth usually is having a pretty bad time. Pretty bad time and super energetic with this pretty bad time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this guy was on some shit, right? So the, some of the employees like notice this guy. Obviously don't want her going outside into the real world where this guy can just like attack her and that kind of stuff. So they bring her back to the manager's office. And you know how my HEB is set up where um, right now, like the manager's office is downstairs. There used to be like double doors preventing yeah. the outside world from going to the manager's office but they set up a curbside which is basically like our like grocery kind of delivery we put it out to the car and like they don't have a door there anymore so mm-hmm. that the people can bring the carts in and out very fast so it's just an opening so they bring the girl to the manager's office but since it's just an opening where anyone can enter and exit as they please the guy obviously just like follows in like there's nothing Jesus to stop him. so they're in the back now uh uh, everyone's like panicking so they the employees like bring her into like the dairy cooler and the guy stopped there because he couldn't figure out how to open the dairy cooler apparently oh thank god he didn't see the door handle <laughs> yeah right like uh, you you've seen it it's not a hard mechanism to figure out it's just not like at all door. it's literally <laughs> a door, <laughs> door handle. handle yeah i mean i can see how it can kind of look like a safe vault where you can't just access but like he's like they put my baby in a safe <laughs> right so um uh, some employees, like, are able to, like, distract him for a bit. Like, you know, he's about to figure out how to get in. So, like, they rush her out. And, like, he, like, sees that they're rushing her out of there. And he, like, starts, like, chasing after them, apparently. I'm a little, little like, iffy on the details there. This is just, like, secondhand account, basically. Mm-hmm. So, the two people that work with me, um, like, are taking her and, like, rushing her to the front where, like, the bookkeeping lockup is. So, mm-hmm. it's actually a door with, like an actual like lock and that kind of stuff so he can't just get in there yeah so they they like run up to the bookkeeper and they're like we need to get in right the fuck now basically and so obviously they let her in and the dude's like trailing behind them he's able to grab on the door before they close it and so one of the employees is like slamming the door on his fingers like Ah! this guy right (laughs) just like break those fingers yeah basically and like dude he's so out of his mind he doesn't even like react to the pain like 
a normal person would. Oh, he was definitely on drugs. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. There was no doubt in anyone's mind this guy's on drugs. So, like, he's holding on to the door. They're able to, like, finally fucking close it and that kind of stuff. I would have slammed that door until his fingers fucking broke off. And then one of our um, front managers takes off his shirt and tackles the dude to the ground. <laughs> I know this sounds like bullshit, but I swear to God, this happened. I want but video evidence. I don't believe it. I swear to God, this happened. And so he takes off his shirt, tackles him to the ground to the produce people because, like, a bunch of people came up to the front to see what was like the commotion was about. Yeah, and uh, two of the other like big produce guys like held him down, and like she was able to like be get out of there, be safe, and the guy was probably arrested or whatever, right? That's but so beautiful. That oh my god, terrifying! And like, shout out to all the employees who got involved and like made sure this girl was safe, and like. Uh, um, the one like GM employee who like basically crushed this dude's fingers, and the one other guy who like ta- took off his shirt and tackled the guy through the ground. I love that. I just wish so badly, so badly, I could see a recording of it. Yeah, me too, dude. Especially like you, like you. I'll tell you who the guy that tackled it. Was. I know, I know. You already you, told you, me that. Yeah, I already told you that. But because like, I'm like, I'm hot on the gossip. I yeah. need to know. But I just don't want to say names here because you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Got to protect anonymity. Yeah, definitely. And the person, the GM person who actually like rushed her to the front, has saved people's life like three times already at our store. I'm so in love with them. See, another reason not to have kids, um, because if you end up pregnant in a grocery store, crazy people will uh, attack you. That just happens. I'm surprised that this episode hasn't like delved into how creepy kids actually are. It's just that they, oh, this next one. Oh, great, great. Thank you for being my transition. (laughs) I love you. Okay. This is from a collection of works called Babysitters Share Their Creepiest On-The-Job Moments. I have two stories here for you. This one is from the Redditor, the Felix Fossil. And Felix is spelled F-E-E-L-I-X. Felix. A child gets rid of their goldfish for a new pet. Okay, fair. Yeah, goldfish is a pretty lame pet. I would want to trade in too. You monster. That's a living thing. All the vegans are mad at you. PETA is going to come after this podcast. PETA, come fucking get Ah! me. The door just totally like closed. Probably air pressure, I'm sure, but it scared the fuck out of me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. It says, I was babysitting a really sweet, polite nine-year-old girl. She was telling me about the pets she had in the past, and apparently she wanted a guinea pig, which she has now. But her mother wouldn't let her get one because she already had a goldfish. So she's telling me this, and then she leans over to me and goes, so I murdered it. This person's going to be president someday. Jesus Christ. According to her, she waited until everyone had gone to bed, then snuck downstairs and repeatedly ran over the goldfish with a toy truck. You don't need to put that much effort in it, babe. And then put it back in the tank and upon discovering its death, ran off to get her new guinea pig. This is this is how it starts. They start off by killing small animals. Okay, I would I would argue that it's a fish. Is a fish not a small animal? It is, but I think it's more concerning when it's a mammal that they kill. 
You cold-hearted bastard. Well, like, I won't go around killing fishes or anything like that, but it's kind of like squashing a fly. No, it is not like squashing a fly. One is a small, tiny insect, and the other has it's blood and guts. You don't think flies have blood and guts? They're small. You can't tell. But fish, you can. And also, that's like, she, the little girl was like, murder solves my problems. And also, she called it murder. She didn't say, I just got rid of it. She said, I murdered it. I I think the killing method was a little bit intense. She could have just taken it out of the the tank. tank. Yeah. (coughs) Or just like flush it down the toilet. Excuse me on my burps. Regard no, because then for the, sure they they would have known. How did she like explain the body of the fish? Like being all squished? Yeah. I have no idea. But that is terrifying. If I had a kid who killed its fucking pet, their fucking pet, to get another pet, that is just the beginning of a psychopath there. Oh, I think you're putting a little into too much into it. Yeah, no, I'm not. I bet I'm going to go off. I'm going to email this Redditor and be like, tell me more about this nine-year-old. Do it and tell us what they say. Honestly, I don't know how I could get a hold of a Redditor. Can you direct message them? Just, I mean, yes, I think so. I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. But if anybody knows this person or if she ever listens to the podcast, tell me more. Tell me more. And then I have the last story, which is a little bit of the longest one. But it is the it's one the that best one. It creeps me out the most. Okay, it's gonna be like a kid stubbed in their toe and then start cursing. Why do you downplay all of my fears and anxieties? Because your fears are dolls. Dolls are creepy. Most people have fear of dolls. They don't do shit. They sit. As far as you know. Oh, is this some Toy Story shit right here? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna come to life. Come on, man. Come on, man. You heard you, the talking you Tina doll. Toy Story, serious question real quick. Is Toy Story a horror movie? It depends in which house. Because we only saw a nice version of it, but other toys. Could you imagine all the shit in my room being alive and doing things? Creepy. Disgusting. I don't want to think about it. That's why I don't have figurines that can kill me. I would argue that any of these figurines could kill you. No, they can't. They're all very small. But, like, they can just, like, jump into your mouth and, like, ah, 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 choke you. They're going to choke me with their body in my throat. Yes. No, they're not. Why not? Because they're not. They're all small. Like, really small. So you can choke on something that big. From experience, I can tell you I'm not going to choke on something that big. Okay, even, like, the heart one? No. You're silly. This is the end of that. This is from Redditor Zora. Z-O-U-R-A. Zora. The toddler would not talk or sleep. He only stared at me. So like you. You mean you with your big old eyes. And your no, you just told us a story where you did that exact same thing. Mm, it's different. It's different. <laughs> I was sleepwalking. Anyways. The story starts with, I'll tell my story, but I need to leave out some identifying details. I was living in a very secluded place. I got a reference from a friend who was busy. I'm calling bullshit. What Redditor? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you all my information. Like, of course you're fucking not. 
What the hell? Okay. I can't even tell the story without you calling bullshit before the story even begins. Yeah, because he was like, yes, this anonymous form. I'm not going to tell you everything about my life on this anonymous form. Maybe this was the first time they ever told a story. That's fair. You have to be nice to people. Be nice. Sorry, Mr. Zara. Sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Zara. Or pal. Or doctor. Or pal. Mix. MX. <clears throat> I was living in a very secluded place. I got a reference from a friend who was busy, who was too busy to babysit for this family who was vacationing nearby at a house near the ocean. The house turned out to be less than a mile from the beach, which was nothing but sand between with nothing but sand between us and it. There was only a couple vacation homes and they were all pitch black when we arrived. The dad picked me up from my house. There was no moon or street lights, so I could not see the ocean, but we were close enough to hear it. This would have been creepy enough all by itself. So, the parents leave and we have popcorn and watch some TV and for an hour or so before his bedtime, the kid about three or four, I wasn't sure, didn't talk to me at all. So with our current horror movie locale, this was creepy thing number two. I love that sentence because they're out by the ocean and it's dark. And I just think that's cool. Creepy horror movie locale. Locale. I have to uh, squirrel that away in my brain. I'm going to use that one day. I put him in his travel crib to sleep in and settle and settle down in a chair in the room because I thought maybe he'd be scared to go to sleep alone in a strange place with his parents gone. Well, he proceeded to fucking kneel in the crib and stare at me through the mesh walls of it for a solid 30 minutes. I tried coaxing him down, coaxing him to lay down. I offered to tell a story or two. But about this time, the mom calls in to check in. The mom calls to check in. I inform her he's not falling asleep. And she says, oh, you have to leave him alone in there and close the door. You can leave the light on and just ignore whatever you hear. He'll tire himself out eventually. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, wouldn't you tell your person that like at the beginning? Before you leave? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's some important information. But whatever. I tell him good night and leave to close the door. And he's still just fucking staring at me. I like how she sen- she censors all of these with little stars. It's super cute. Okay. So she goes, she closes the door and the kid's still st- staring at her. How yes. does she know that? Because she can see the crib. You know the travel cribs, the ones that have, like, mesh all around them and they're just, like, pop-ups? Okay, but, like, didn't she leave the room? Is it, like, a baby monitor? When you go to walk out of a door and you leave a kid in there, you usually turn and look at the kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, it says, I go sit in the room with- I go sit in the next room when this thumping noise starts. It starts slow- and then continues to get louder. So I go to peek in the room to see what he's doing. I know the mom told me not to worry about it, but what the, but hell, I had to see what the fuck was going on. I look in and he's banging his head on the side of the crib pretty hard. 
but it's one of those flimsy travel cribs, more like a playpen than anything. So he's not going to hurt himself, but he was lifting the whole thing a few inches off the ground with the force of his head bouncing. As soon as I go to close the door, he stops, stares at me again with the most blank and creepy face. I quickly close the door and the banging starts again and continued for another 20 to 30 minutes and then it stopped. I peeked in one last time and he was fast asleep, butt in the air, face on the mattress, but turned to the side so I knew he could breathe okay. The next three hours of complete silence were a bit torturous. I could not wait to leave. It's possible he had issues, lack of speech, and his behavior, but not to warn me at all was kind of wrong of the parents, and I never sat for them again. I mean, what you're describing here reminds me much of somebody that I used to know, like, brother. Somebody that I used to know. I knew you were wasting that. (laughs) But, like, their brother... um, which when I knew them was like a like a teenager around like twelve thirteen, but um, they were on aut- were autistic on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and every night they would like scream and they'll bang their head against the wall and stuff like that. And it's not something that's like untypical of people that are that uh, severe on the spectrum, especially if you put in the nonverbal aspect. So it doesn't really surprise me. It's just fucked up if the, you know, family didn't notify this person, like what was going on. I agree. Like when you look at things like that, we're full grown adults. We have world examples and information at our disposal. Like we can be like, oh, maybe he's autistic or maybe he's on the spectrum of some sort. Maybe he has. Yeah, not to Something say this kid was definitely on the spectrum, but that's just what I thought of whenever I heard the story. I agree. I heard. I thought the same thing. But also, there's just so much you don't know what's going on, especially if you're just a babysitter and this is the first time you're interacting with a kid. Yeah, and to a certain extent, it could be dangerous for the babysitter. Like, you know, like, yeah. the babysitter could have panicked and called, like, the ambulance for something that was, like, kind of normal behavior. And that kind of stuff. like, And that could have triggered a, a response. You have kid. to full disclose and see if the person that's babysitting. And I understand it's hard for parents in these positions because it's hard to find somebody who doesn't charge out the wazoo to take care of a kid that might have special needs. Need, yeah, that might have special needs. Yeah. But like, it's for the safety of your kid. It's for this person's safety and that kind of stuff that they know what they're getting into. I agree. But... If, let's say, that kid doesn't have anything that we know about, that's creepy as hell. If he's not on anything that we know of and it's not anything diagnosed, then you're just like a young babysitter having to deal with that. I would probably be crying in the other room. Yeah, definitely. Like, if I didn't know anything about that and, like, obviously there was no warning, I'd be freaking out. Even if I knew, like, maybe this kid was autistic or had some type of issues – but, like, the parents didn't notify me. I would be freaking out. Like, to walk into this situation with no, no expectations, no warning. You would expect this kid to behave yet, like, you know, most kids do. Yeah. Especially if it's a vacation home. It's in a dark area that you've never been in before. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that just make me go, I'd, no kids, thank you. Yeah, definitely. Especially because I used to babysit a lot. 
my own family, and then I had a small, like, babysitting, um, and I wouldn't say company, but, like, freelance babysitter. I just did a lot of babysitting for a lot of different families growing up, so it's just, like, if something like this happened to me, even with all of my experience, I would have been, like, that's not okay, like... Yeah, definitely. With the person I used to know, the first night I spent spent at their house, mm-hmm. they obviously warned me. They're like, this is what my brother's like. They, they're going to be making noises all night. Don't worry about it. I was still very worried because yeah. I was like, oh my God, what? Like, this is something I've never experienced before, personally. Wholeheartedly. Kids terrify me. Even if you have tons of warning and even if they aren't on the spectrum, even if it's just a regular tantrum, that stuff it's- can... It's, it's just, so overwhelming and it's terrifying. Just over the top. It's overwhelming. It's scary. It doesn't make much sense, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's not- just a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is uh, some of the reasons I don't want to have any kids. Yeah, definitely. Fair, valid reasons. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Too you. Too bad you, you have to have kids. Wow, Grandma, I didn't know that you were here. Or the devil run inside you. Is that something she would say? Or the devil will run inside me? Yeah. No. If, you, if you're not full of children, you're filled with demons. No, no. That's not usually how she goes. Oh. But it is along the lines of something she could say. She, yeah, okay. Well, You're not totally wrong. Well, call me, email me, uh, text me, page me, whenever she does say something like that to you. Because we totally have pagers, because we're totally a medical students from the 90s. Yes. <laughs> We're we're in that uh we're in Scrubs right now. The TV show. We're in Scrubs the TV show? Yeah. The one that's been canceled for ten years? Yes. Has it been ten years? Probably. Something long like that. Yeah. Oh, have you ever heard the podcast that the two main actors from I've heard about it. I haven't listened to it. A fake doctor's real friends. Yeah. Oh my god. If is anyone has it is so good. I enjoyed it. I enjoy it so much. I love their podcast. I love that's all it is. Oh, remember when being gay was such like a commodity and like such such something like to be like bromance equal gay in like the early two thousands? That's my favorite period of time. Maybe, maybe they were just such a beautiful. They had such an they, amazing. They were a friendship. great, great couple. Yeah, but like I just love that Turk was married mm-hmm. and JD dated other women, but everyone knew that they were really just like they loved each other. They loved each him. other. Like she'd be like. He's like, why don't you, why don't you treat me like that, baby? And his, his wife would turn and be like, because I don't love you like he does. <laughs> that, that, that's us. That's us. That is us. <laughs> Definitely. What an amazing ending to an a terrifying day. children story. Ter- terrifying children story. Anything else you want to add about terrifying children? Um, I'm hoping that like after this episode, we get like this horror movie thing where you're like, for some reason, taking a pregnancy test and it comes out positive and it's just your face going like, <gasps> and, like freeze frame and then roll credits. And it will just be like a uh, over voice of like an evil demon voice. Like, oh, 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 oh yeah, it's perfect. 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 Or like uh like thriller at the end of thriller. Yes. Do you have anything else you want to say? Mm. Um, just the normal tags and stuff like, hey, guys, don't forget, we have an Instagram and a Twitter at Filthy Loose. And, and I know we've been pretty shitty about this, but we're going to get back on track. We swear. Yeah. Pinky promise. Super pinky promise. Because, you know, those are totally legally binding. Legally binding. Come take us to court if we're not on this again. Oh, yeah. 
You pay for the uh, court costs, though. Yeah. And pay for our lawyers, too, please. Oh, yeah, that, too. Um, the publicity would be perfect for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, with that being said, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, to all you creepers out there, we love you very much. Uh, let's say bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> bye. And then Chloe says bye, but not really because she's gone. So it's not guys anymore. It's us. Let's it, say bye. It's guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> say bye, my guy. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>